Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Welcome back to Pop Out the Breakcorn. Wait. Welcome back to Break Out the Popcorn. There we go. Got it. Do you want to keep that in? Welcome back to Break Out the Popcorn. How are you doing, Colonels? I hope you're doing fine. I hope you're doing majestic. And I hope that you're not burnt because it's cold outside. I don't think that's how that works. I'm keeping it. So with Valentine's Day around the corner, um, we decided that we are going to go ahead and give you some nice, heartfelt movies that keep you warm inside. Well, we're actually just going to be putting them up against each other. You're not wrong. It's going to be a versus battle. So um, also, uh, if you're wondering why this is coming out late... It's because um, wedding planning is hard. You're not wrong. We have cakes. We have tables. We have suits that people don't like. You have dresses. You have all sorts of things. Not to mention shoes, and that's the easiest part. Yeah, we're wearing Crocs. Exactly. That's literally the most simple, the simplest part of this whole wedding thing. And shout out to your dad for getting ordained. Honestly, the real MVP. Pops, if you're listening... Shout out to you. The one that really came through for us. So are we going to do shout out corner right now? Might as well, right? I don't think there's many people to shout out. I want to shout out Valhalla Clan again. Thank you guys for listening. Um, y'all made my day whenever y'all wrote in and let me know that y'all were listening. Who else are we shouting out? We're shouting out Tori again. Because. For what? Hi, Tori. I don't know. I just want to shout out Tori. Tori's awesome. Okay um well we really don't have a long list of people to no say we definitely don't to. yeah so we don't um but yeah so do you have nope i have no one nope you have no one all right I that have was a quick list zero people to say thank you to oh, wow selfish anyway okay so, so moving on to yeah. our two movies um if you guys want to take a moment to try to guess what movies we're going to be covering it is um a tale of doom, doom. oh i thought you were gonna Oh, you can't do it at the same time, my love. Okay, I, well, you said if you want to take a second, so I was going to give them a little Well, I have to explain down. what they're taking a second Go to think it. of. So, one movie is a fictional love story um, that takes place above, well, not above, but during a non-fictional event. Fictional is fake, non-fiction is fictional real. Fictional movie happening during a non-fictional event. Okay, I was just yes. making sure, because I was like, aren't they both? Look, I was a library. Fictional? I was a library aide for three years back in middle school and high school, so um, I know my fiction versus nonfiction. And then the second one takes place in the future. So one takes p- place in the past. One takes place in the future. Um, and just so that we're correct, uh, that one is completely nonfiction, as Connie has stated. Only one of them were fiction. No, 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 my love. Fiction is fake. Nonfiction is real. Yeah, I know. The, the Titanic. You said. You said we're covering, uh, I don't know, you're talking about the Titanic, and then mm-hmm. you said that yeah. it was nonfiction. Okay. The Titanic actually sank. Jack and Rose were not real, 
But the next movie, Passengers, you are confusing. Is right. completely fake. Fiction is fake. Nonfiction is real. No, I know that. Okay, I just want to make sure because I thought it's you were just we're to saying say. we're saying it so much that now it's getting confusing. Okay, well, moving on to um, our non-fictional event and our fictional love story. Stop um, saying it. I'll be covering Titanic. So I'm sure everybody has seen Titanic. If you were born at any part in the 90s, um, I know that you own both VHS tapes to Titanic because I did. There's two VHS tapes? Titanic, Titanic was so long that it took two VHS tapes to watch. That makes sense, because I remember as a kid, I saw that there was two VHS tapes and thought that there was just two movies, like a part one and a part two. No, but you know... And so it was kind of confusing when I saw them die. See, around April Fool's, every once in a while, a fake poster for Titanic 2 comes out, and it just has Leonardo DiCaprio coming out of the ocean as a zombie. Really? Yeah, it's a whole thing. It comes comes around every, like, few years or so. I've never um, seen it. I'll show it to you. You can Google it. Look it up. It's actually pretty funny. Well, they're saying that I think it was either Shutter Island or was it Shutter Island? I'm not actually sure. No, either the that Great one Gatsby. or was it Great Gatsby? I'm pretty sure it's Great Gatsby. Oh no, it's one of those Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, because movies. remember you have to think um, Jack. Uh, he died at sea, but um, Gatsby just all of a sudden had this fortune came out of nowhere. Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking about, like, either Shutter Island or Inception. Oh, yeah. Or, like, one of them kind of shows him coming out of the water. I think it was Shutter Island. And so they thought that that was, like, a sequel. Wait, hold on. Apparently there is a Titanic 2. Is there really? It came out in 2010. Was it called Poseidon? Nope. Titanic 2. Weird. I don't think it has anything to do... With the first Titanic, though. Or so with Titanic, the factual Titanic? Well, it says that um, another ship takes like takes sail on the 100th anniversary of the Titanic. So, I don't know if that's... And then apparently that one crashes, too. Yeah, I think they should just probably stop building, quote, unpenetrable, unquote, ships. Unsinkable ships. This is what I was telling you. The um, Titanic 2 Return of Jack. It's a whole thing. That's the poster for it that's actually pretty lit if that was a movie right it's kind i of think cool. i'd watch that shit okay so anyways look up titanic 2 return of jack poster um could you imagine like all those bodies coming out of the fucking water like half frozen that is a really good horror like a premise for a horror movie that would be a fresh like, take can you on imagine, zombies can you imagine just not only from the titanic because there was we're fucking dumb that's what fucking Pirates of the Caribbean is. No, I've been... And Fucking sea zombies? But think of it. In this day and age, that many shipwrecks in the ocean, that many dead bodies in uh, the ocean. Oh, you mean like that? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Granted, wouldn't zombies just fucking drown? But sometimes zombies don't have, like, But because lungs. they're frozen, the water doesn't seep into their brain. Okay, I think it just depends on what zombie franchise you're thinking of. Um, moving on, let's talk about Titanic. So I'm assuming most of you have seen it, but in case you haven't, we're going to talk about the plot and kind of... <laughs> For the, what, fucking Gen Z millennial? No, because millennials... We are had millennials. Had watched it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We are millennials. So for the random millennials that didn't watch it and for the Gen Z... Or if it's just been a really it. long time, because 
Titanic's a really long movie. Not everybody rewatches it. I don't know anybody who hasn't rewatched the Titanic. Honestly. I want to meet somebody that hates the Titanic, actually. I'm pretty sure there's some, like, some group out there that was like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a cheesy love story. Yeah. Granted, it is a very cheesy love story, but in this specific podcast episode, we are going to be telling you these two movies and then telling you if you only had time to watch one of them, which one would you watch? Kind of like what we did for Limitless and Lucy. Exactly. Movies with really, really similar premises and just... They're pretty much the same movie, kind of, a little bit. So, um, Titanic, you can stream it if you have access to stars, like through your Hulu subscription or something like that. But otherwise, it's available to rent. It's not on Netflix or, you know, Amazon or anything like that. Um, it's, like, free to stream. Do we have stars? No, we don't. No. That's, like, an additional $15 per month, and I don't pay for that. So, if Hulu wants to sponsor us and give us stars for free? That would be cool. HBO Max, what's going on? Um, so, of course, Disney Plus. What's up? Our short plot: It's a fictional love story takes place during a real event. A man and a woman fall in love within a few days on a board ship, and they ride it out as the Titanic sinks around them. That's a short plot. That's a very short plot. Okay, because so. I, I thought that was your whole plot, and then I saw my notes and was like, "Ooh." You're like, "Wow, you really fucked me up there, huh?" All right, so um, are you ready to jump into the Titanic plot? Yes. Yeah, so, for those of you who have not seen it, here is the plot. And there are some spoilers in case you did not know the Titanic does sink. Duh. Obviously. So, the movie starts out in um, present day, but it is the 90s. So, this crew is searching through the wreckage of the Titanic for this insanely valuable necklace. But instead of finding the necklace, they actually find this drawing of a girl wearing absolutely nothing but said necklace. And I'm talking, it is a artistic nude of like a 20-year-old girl wearing absolutely nothing except for a necklace around her neck so a snapchat nudie except for it does not get deleted and it's hand drawn and you know my question is is okay spoilers jack drew this picture right mm-hmm. pencil and paper mm-hmm. it's locked in a safe mm-hmm. is that safe completely water sealed tight yes and is that why when it sinks to the bottom of the ocean the drawing does not get ruined. Yes. But then we also see in a scene, they put that drawing in some water. It's like floating in a tub of water. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, like whenever they're aboard the ship in the present day, um, they have it like as if they are developing film. They have it in that the little tub of water. What if it's not like, how do you know it's water? I mean, I don't know. It's a clear liquid. Yeah, it could have been just like. Could have been what? I don't know. It's some. But I don't know. There's probably like some photographer that knows what that liquid is. But why a photographer? Because it was a drawing. Well, Pencil maybe and paper. there's like an archaeologist that knows what that thing is. Um, okay. So anyways, um, that's when we meet Rose. Rose is the woman in the drawing. And she's currently a hundred something years old, but they fly her out anyways to this boat. I also wonder who approved her travel plans. What? Like what doctor was like... Yeah, you're good. You can fly out to a boat in the middle of the ocean. They flew out to a boat? Yes. They flew her out to the boat. Huh. Because remember, they're on a boat, look like, searching throughout the Titanic. Right. Yeah, so they flew her out to the boat. Okay. Weird? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, 
they flew her out because she's like, hey, that was me. You guys found it. That was me in that picture. Oh, I'm fucking, I was fucking lost. I thought you were talking about, like, young Rose. No, I'm talking about old Rose. Okay. She's All like, right. she's All like, right, I'm back yeah. On track. Yeah, that was me in that drawing. I like, was really fucking lost. I'm so, so glad you... Okay. Yeah, if you would have listened, you would have got it. It's okay. Um, so they fly her out because they're thinking, hey, she was the one in this picture. She was the last one seen with this necklace. Mm-hmm. She can tell us where it is. Right. Because, you know, this necklace is worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So instead of immediately saying, hey, um, so here's the necklace. Because, spoiler, she had it all along. Instead of saying that... Oh, you don't have to say spoilers for everything. I mean, at this point, if they I mean, don't get it, then that's point, on them. Um, she starts telling her, telling all of them about her time aboard the Titanic instead of just being like, hey, so yeah, it was actually in my jacket pocket. I still have it right here. I swear I heard it's actually in my jacket pocket. I might have said that. Sometimes my words blend together if I don't think them out. It's okay. And I meant jacket pocket. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. All right. So we flash back. Rose begins telling the story of... For time aboard the Titanic, and we flash flash back to 1910 when she was boarding the Titanic with her mother and her fiance. <laughs> that was the perfect chance. You missed the perfect opportunity to say with her mother and her lover. I mean, he wasn't her lover because her lover ends up being Jack. I mean, but it was funny for for Valentine's Day. Oh, with her mother and her lover. There we go. And remember, kiddos. Don't let men draw naked pictures of you because they they can still resurface a hundred years later. <laughs> Fuck what? <laughs> I'm just trying to get these kiddos to be safe out there. Okay. Everything will come back. Just don't. If anybody is willing to draw somebody naked, matter of fact, if any of y'all want to draw me naked, People I will definitely pose for somebody. People do that in college all the time. You watch too many movies, and that's why we have a podcast. Anyways, um, but no, uh, my Sims can also do that. In Sims 3 University, you could go um, get some extra money by posing nude at the college for them to draw you. Weird. Yeah. How, how often do you do that? I don't have Sims 3 anymore. Oh, okay. So, but okay. I just bought Sims 4 University, so can can't po- wait. Can you pose nude in Sims 4? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. because oh, I was going to say... <laughs> But, um, yeah, if they, if they, you know, etch it, you're nude in stone, somebody could potentially find it. If you can etch nudes in stone, let me know. Just two circles with dots in the middle, a little V. Oh my God. Disgusting. What's wrong with Explicit you? Explicit here. Anyways, um, we flash back 1910. Rose is boarding the Titanic with her mother and her lover, who she doesn't love. Thank you. I'm glad you. So even though Rose is telling the story from her point of view, we cut to a scene where we meet Jack. And Jack is a scruffy guy, you know. He's <laughs> scruffy guy. He's a little poor, a little on the poor side. Scruffy then and scruffy now do not mean the same thing. No, scruffy now means you have money. Because everybody was in love with Leo in that movie. Honestly. So I don't think he was that scruffy, especially no, being like... hairless Leo. He wasn't hairless. I meant like like no beard, no mustache. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He was babyface Leo. There you go. He was fresh out of What's Eating Gilbert Grape, I think. He was like 12 in that movie. <laughs> yeah, and he was like barely 18 in Titanic, I think. Yeah. I Pretty would... fresh. All right. <laughs> Still a babyface. So, um, even though it's Rose's point of view, we see Jack, and Jack is a scruffy kid, a poor kid. He's trying to win 
trying to win tickets to board the Titanic by playing a game of poker. Um, so he wins, and him and his friend, who, I'm sorry, his friend's name originally got cut. Um, well, it got cut in the notes whenever I was rephrasing them to make them shorter because I have an issue with just going on and on and on and on. Um, his friend's name is Fabrizio, and I just would like to make an honorable mention um, in the earlier version of the notes. I called him Febreze a lot, and I do desperately miss him because this is the first and the last time you're ever going to hear about him in this story because he's really not integral to the plot. So, Jack and Fabrizio board the Titanic. I'm sorry. We are going to go back to the old notes as well. Because we, there are two versions of this note. Yes. Or to the to the notes of this movie. Yes, yes. And there was something very, very hilarious. Fun. Yes. yes. Um, so, Rose and Jack meet during a scene where Rose attempts to throw herself off the back of the ship because she is fed up with her miserable life of luxury with the fiancé who gifted her a hundred thousand dollar engagement gift of this necklace and she wears fur coats and eats fancy dinners not to say that you know um if you're rich you're not depressed but i i don't think money solves all problems no but i do think it would solve most of mine i agree i think it would solve most of mine too i had to think about it for a little bit but yeah 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 absolutely Mm -hmm. so after jack saves her they end up in the classic misunderstanding movie trope of him landing on top of her and every important character (laughs) gathering around to witness this it's such an accident oh my god how did he stumble upon her okay but is it a classic movie trope if that movie came out so damn long ago yes because they were doing it way before this movie it is just such a classic a classic oh no it's just a misunderstanding i don't know how this happened like how do you even fall like that i'm sorry but out of the 10 years of us dating and how clumsy we are. You've never fallen on me in such of a way that it looked like, oh my god, what were they doing? I mean, that's what we told my mom. I mean, yeah. But we were we were there intentionally. Dear <laughs> God, we thanked my dad in the beginning of this episode. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Continuing. That's when Rose's fiance first meets Jack. And of course, he immediately is like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> and he hates him and can you blame the man it's like that eminem song uh guilty conscience where uh eminem is like what she slipped fell and landed on the dick exactly exactly like i'm sorry <laughs> what happened there you just so happened to just whatever so after having dinner with rose and her fiance because rose's fiance invited jack <laughs> to dinner because he's like, hey, How thanks. much more awkward can that get? Thank you for saving my fiancé. Well, no, no, no. The, the aunt the aunt invited Jack. Or told the fiancé to invite Jack. Look, I didn't even mention he gave her, her like, the story. No, no, no. I know, I know. But, like, just to be clear. Because the fiancé offered Jack, like. $10. And Rose was like, excuse me, what the fuck? He <laughs> just, and she didn't say, like, you just saved me from committing suicide. But he most definitely did. Because Rose was, you know. Yeah. She was like, no, I was just looking at the at the propellers. I don't know what happened. I slipped and I fell. Crazy. Do you think my life is worth $10? Yeah. Which so. at the time was like, I don't know, inflation prices. Oh, wait, like it was like 500 bucks. No, it was like $500 some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. It says it in the old notes it in all honesty. Slipping with 20 Fuck. Dear God, man. <laughs> Does my life not mean at least 25 
Like, sorry, um, do you have change? <laughs> like, I only have a 50. Like, I, look, I can only afford to give you 30. Do you have a 20 that you can give back to me? Or, you know, like. Moving on. Anyways. So, um, they have dinner. Jack, the fiance, and Rose. You know, they all have dinner. And there's some other people there, too. But they all have dinner. And then after dinner, what does gentlemanly Jack do? Steals her away. Steals her away to get drunk and dance below deck um, with all the rest of the economy class. Okay. All right. Which, honestly, it seemed like a fun time. Uh, it definitely did. But I don't did. think stealing her away was the gentlemanly thing to do. So, after her mother and fiancé find out about this, Rose is absolutely forbidden from seeing Jack. They're like, no, you're not going to do that again, babe. Okay, but, like, what girl out there would not have wanted to get stolen away, regardless of who she is dating, by young Leo DiCaprio? I mean, yeah, I completely understand that. I He was, 100% like, every do. 90s kid's teenage heartthrob. Absolutely do. But, um, yeah, so we find out that that's when... Not mine, though. Oh, Sorry, I just had to... thank you for the clarification. Sorry, I just I said everybody's, but not mine. <laughs> not even a little bit. Not mine. No. <laughs> um, no, but uh, that's when we find out that Rose is actually, like, her fiancé is paying off her family's debts. Yeah. So she's being sold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. It's pretty fucked. Baby, don't damage the property. Your fiancé paid a pretty penny for you. Pretty fucked up. So the next day comes Jack professes his love for rose and remember when did they meet like yesterday the day before that yes absolutely so after initially just blowing him off she then changes her mind after dinner and then she goes to find jack and tell him that she's changed her mind um so she takes him back to her room shows him the infamous diamond it's not an infamous diamond look it's not famous for like you know it is definitely famous for good reasons we know it because it was laying in the middle of homegirl's chest while her boobies were framing it. Okay? Okay. So, she shows him the necklace that her fiancé gifted her as an engagement gift. It's called the Heart of the Ocean. And that's when the draw me like one of your French girls wearing nothing but the diamond necklace happened. Where her titties were framing it? Yes. It was a portrait <laughs> of pale boobs... Framing a blue necklace. They were not pale. She was a redhead. Her canvas was yellow. Was Moving on. Okay. She had yellow undertones. Well, it's she actually like you... had she actually had pink undertones, but okay. Moving on. I don't even want to know what that means, but okay. No, like you know how my skin nope, is like pink. Let's carry on. Okay. So then we flash back to the present, and let me tell you the absolute funniest line of this movie. Are you ready to hear it? No. What? It was the most I'm erotic kidding. moment of my life up until then, said a hun- said by a hundred-something-year-old Rose. That was the after the painting? Yes. She said that was the most erotic moment of my life up until then. Oh, yeah, because they, they definitely, for the, those of y'all who know the Titanic, y'all know the car scene. Dear God, that poor car was just... <laughs> the poor car. That... The poor car of all people, yeah. Imagine right. if the Titanic... Not the owner of the fucking car. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if the Titanic hadn't sank and they just got to New York and this guy's just fucking trying to get into his car. His wife probably would have divorced him. Okay? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He would have had probably toddlers in the front seat of his car at that front point. Front seat, back seat. So... He would have had to get a lot of stains to... 
back to the 1910s in the Titanic, um, Rose and Jack get freaky in a random stranger's car in the cargo hold. Oh, hey, look, there's the car that I was talking about. You know, that, like, that whole handprint on the window scene, that's when that happens. He um, would have had to explain the fucking handprint on the window, too. Yeah, he would have been like, baby, that's not mine. Like, look, compare we, our hands. We were sizes. together in the same room. When would I have cheated on you? Huh? We drove this car in. No, I never went to the cargo hold. I didn't have cameras back then, so he couldn't even, like, Ooh. prove it. So, um, they almost get caught by Rose's fiancé's butler, and it's a whole thing. But here comes the iceberg. Not the lettuce. <laughs> here it comes. It's just you know, on its way. It's not the lettuce, but the big chunks of ice in the ocean long ago. And so, um, the Titanic scraped by an iceberg. Just sideswiped it. Kind of, kind of a casual thing. It's just like, you know, when you're parked next to somebody... And you just throw your door open and you just casually like, ding. Like you don't think it causes so much damage when it's nighttime. But then when you actually see it in the daytime, you're like, oh, I fucked up. You're talking about my car, aren't you? I am. I was I was actually going to say more like whenever you're sitting parked at a bank and then you decide to go forward. Although the person next to you, i.e. me, um, is screaming, hey, hey, there's something that you're going to hit. And sure enough. You hit it. Look, I know I'm a bad driver. I don't ever claim to not be. You hit a bank. It was an empty bank. And you know what? It's a clinic now, so I think they're thriving. Okay? <laughs> they're thriving. You I've also hit my own titanic'd house. titanic a bank. I also have hit my own house. I believe it. Hit a lot of things. But you know what? I've never hit a pole in the parking lot. That's one thing that I can attest to. So, continuing. Um... Oh, fuck. I lost my spot. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. Found it again. So, it scrapes by an iceberg. The Titanic does. And it causes enough damage for the ship's builder to be like, yeah, um, so this thing is going in, going down in like an hour or two. <laughs> um, look, we don't have much time. Like, even the builder is like, yeah, bud, you kind of fucked up here. So, Jack and Rose attempt to tell her fiance of their impending doom. But he doesn't care. Why? Because remember that drawing, that drawing that Jack did? Yeah. Rose left that drawing, a very mocking note, and um, the heart of the ocean necklace in his safe in his room hmm. for him to find. Hmm. So he found it, and then she's like, hey, we're all going to die. And he's like, really? I don't really care. I don't care now, do I? It's kind of like when somebody tells you, they're like, oh, my God, I hate your hair. And they're like, hey, um, my house is on fire. Kind of like, huh, crazy. Crazy, isn't it? Okay. So, moving on. Um, so, as they're trying to tell him about the iceberg, tell her fiancé about the iceberg, um, that butler, the one that almost caught them, he slips the necklace into Jack's pocket and accuses him of theft. Because, you know, that's he what rich people can do. Brig. That's what rich people can do. Okay. All right. So, then the boat police arrive. <laughs> off to the brig and they arrest jack and handcuff him to a pipe so you didn't get the brig i don't know what the brig is boat jail they handcuffed him to a pipe in a random ass room so if that's what boat jail is i'm assuming that's what he got i guess that's what boat jail is in the titanic so picture this this ship is sinking but rose has to get her boyfriend a two days free from boat jail so she she ends up bringing him as her fiance and her mom get on a lifeboat because you know rich people get first dibs on living but also um you have to give rose credit because she was in a full gown and the you know 
the brig. The boat jail. <laughs> Thank you. The boat jail was quickly filling up with water because, you know, the Titanic is sinking uh-huh. at the moment. And it's currently, like, at the very bottom because, you know, why are they going to leave them on top? If they die, they die. It's fine. Right. So, um, yeah, the brig is filling with water. Rose is having to search through everything to find a key. And so, finally, she gets him free from the pipe. But not with the key. I think she does. I can't remember. No. She finds an axe Ah, uh, yes, and she... almost takes his hand yes. off. Yes, okay, okay. That's why, for some reason in my mind, I was thinking, well, at least he didn't have to chew his own hand off. Then I realized why. Yeah. She just yeah. almost dehanditated him. She went full on uh, The Shining. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let me see. What else happens? Rose's fiance, he tries to get her on a lifeboat because, you know, it's they're, they're saying women and children first, you know, mm-hmm. women and children. So Rose's fiance is like, hey, Rose, get on a fucking boat. Get on a boat so at least I can save your ass, okay? Right. And, um, you know, her boyfriend and her fiance are like, hey, get on the fucking boat. And she's like, okay, I'll get on the boat, but one condition. Fiance, I already forgot his name. Fiance, save Jack. You have to get him off the Titanic. You have to save him. And her fiance is like, yeah, I'll fucking save your boyfriend. Whatever. And then guess what? What? Once Rose is on the boat, her fiance is like, yeah, fuck you, dude. I'm not fucking saving you. You banged my fiance. The correct thing. Is he really the bad guy? I mean, he did try to kill them, so. Is he really (laughs) the bad guy? (laughs) So, anyways, um... Once she's on the boat, he switches up. He's like, no, I'm not saving your boyfriend, dude. Like, I, I don't know why you thought I really would. Like, honestly, like, I would not expect you to save my side piece. No, I would have did exactly what he did. I mean. But Rose saw what had gone down. And so she just jumps off the fucking lifeboat back onto the, the sinking Titanic. Like a boss. And she also takes up a space that could have been used for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um, now the ship is sinking. The band is playing. Jack and Rose. The a... fucking band. And that's actually true. I know. They have to go down with the ship. Yes. So, um, Jack and Rose take a dive into the Atlantic Ocean with about um, 2,000 other people. Yeah. By the way, freezing temperatures in the ocean. So, no sharks. I don't think so. But... Let me tell you. No sharks. <laughs> I'm going to need a little bit of silence for this because this is where the real controversial part comes in. They find a door. It is big enough for both Jack and Rose to float on. But mm-hmm. I get it. The door probably can't withstand both of their weights. It can. Well, at the same time, it probably would have went under. No. But they couldn't have taken turns. Does being a woman make her any less able, like Rose, any less able to withstand the cold temperatures? Could they not have found another piece of wood for Jack to take a hold of? It makes no sense. I'm sorry. Why would you, you take promise turns? me? I'm sorry, but if you promise me you'll never let go, I want you to fucking keep the promise. Even if I freeze, drag even my if dead I die, body. Exactly. You take my fucking hand. Drag my dead body. Exactly. To the next boat, bitch. You fucking snap my bone at the wrist, and you technically never and let she's- go. No, and honestly, though, she kind of, like, whenever she's like, right, get, the, get, the, get the fuck off me, Jack. Get off me. Whenever she's letting him sink to the bottom of the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. Granted, they don't they don't drown when they're dead. It was just I'm pretty for... sure. Uh, well, I guess, I guess freezing is a better death than drowning. 
They say drowning is a very well. No, no, death. he didn't. He didn't drown. But I'm yeah, saying, like, he, he froze to death. And then sunk, but bodies don't sink. Well, can you fucking imagine just the lifeboats going through, trying to find survivors, and there's just a whole bunch of fucking dead floating bodies? Th- that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Really? Yes. I mean, I'm thinking historically and in the movie. I'm thinking the reason he might he might have sunk is because the dramatic effect. Well, I was thinking I was like maybe like the weight of his body being frozen just dragged yeah, him. Yeah, right. No. Because do also, ice cubes drop to the bottom of your drink? Sometimes. Not unless there's more ice cubes if stacked it's like, on top. If of it's it. like a whiskey glass. Anyways. Okay, you got me there, but then again, the ocean is not filled with whiskey. (laughs) And if it was... I was thinking, I was like, well, if he froze and it was solid ice cube, wouldn't the entire ocean be frozen? I guess, yeah. I mean, I think the body... we're not scientists. Yeah, I'm not gonna... Don't quote us. I I know the science behind it, I just don't want to do it. I really... No, I don't even know the science. I'm not gonna fucking lie. I barely pass chemistry. I barely pass biology. Well, well, I like science, but I just... I like I'm physics, not do that's it. it. Anyways, um, so yeah. Rose was a bitch. She let Jack die. Mm, she did. Um, so we're at the end where lifeboats are coming to look for survivors, and Rose realizes that her true love is no longer alive because, you know, he let her ass float on this piece of wood. He let her float on this piece of wood by herself, all by herself. And what, he just, he took the water? And so he's like, don't ever let me go. Promise me. You won't ever let me go. She's like, no, I'm never going to let you go. I'm never going to let you go. And then once the lifeboats are coming and they're like, looking for survivors, she's like, Jack, get the fuck off me. Hi, yes, I'm still alive right here. Can you come pick me up? <laughs> Royalty, please. For real. So anyways, um, a lifeboat comes, saves her from the freezing waters, and then she gets to New York and... Here, really fun. We can just make up names. True. So if I boarded the Titanic as Connie Sheffield, I can leave as Roxanne. No, De Leon. I don't know. Random. Roxanne bu- De Leon. I don't know, right? Of all names. That's the name you chose. I was just trying to think of like a random ass name. Anyways, um, yeah, she changed her name. So okay. she's New York. We can just make up names here because she says her name is Rose Dawson. Um, and that's actually Jack's last name. So Jack's last name is Dawson. Oh, and her mother and her fiancé, they survived too. Um, she just actually hides from them. So. Which, again, like, how do you... She's just they like, know Jack's last name is Dawson. They don't, though. They do, because the aunt knows and the mom knows. Because they both call him Mr. Dawson. But you have to think, it wasn't on a registry anywhere. So, I mean, I'm really bad at remembering important things i'm really good at remembering just which client things. came in today i actually had 11 clients today okay name one of them i'm not gonna name all of them that's a that's a violation of their privacy just first name fucking blanking i'm blanking actually no i had Paige. i had mindy i had yeah exactly <laughs> shut up <laughs> and all of them I can so yes yeah, so you can remember mr dawson well they might not have a good memory Okay. okay, it's an old woman and a guy who's very. They don't have great customer service skills. They're exactly. rich, whatever. Exactly, they don't need them. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, she says her name is Rose Dawson, and that's just they never ask for an ID, a social security card, or anything like that. They're just like, yeah, we'll get you papers. Literally, that's white privilege right there. Right. 
We'll get you papers when we get to America. Don't worry. It's fine. You look American. It'll be fine. Granted, where were they sailing from? The fuck if I know. Fuck if I know, too. I don't know. Shit. It says (laughs) it, though. It definitely does say it in the movie. I just don't remember. I want to say it's like Europe, but then again, how did Jack get to Europe? I think it is Europe. I don't know. Because Olaf and Sven were the ones playing poker with them. (laughs) Moving on. So coming back to present day, everyone is staring at her because, you know, they just had to sit through that whole tale. And then they decide to give up on their search for the treasure because apparently the story shook them so much that they no longer want to capitalize on this tragedy. They want to capitalize on the story. Exactly. They're they're like, you know what? True love story. We can sell the movie. But as it turns out, Rose actually had the heart of the ocean all along. Um, Her fiancé had given her coat to stay warm as the Titanic was sinking, and it was actually in the pocket of said coat. She doesn't tell anybody about this, though. Instead... Wait, who gave... Oh, yeah, yeah, Her fiancé. So after he got the diamond back, he put it in his pocket, and while the Titanic was sinking, he gave the coat to Rose to stay warm. Right. So, and that's when she boards the boat, and then she jumps off to save Jack, blah, blah, blah. It was in the pocket the entire time. So, instead of um, telling anybody about this, instead of just being like, hey, guys, like, I have it. Like, thank you for flying me out and letting me retell my story. Um, she actually just waits until the middle of the night and then sneaks out of her cabin, climbs up on the rails like she's young again, trying to look at the propellers, <laughs> uh, you know, jump off board. And she just drops into the fucking ocean right where they were looking. She just... There you go. That's the exact sound she made. Whoops. And so, um. Goes, Oops. So then, um, she goes back to her cabin. Guess what? What? She go ahead and she just dies. She go ahead? She goes ahead and she just dies. She dies. She just closes her eyes and that's it. <laughs> she peacefully dies in her sleep. Um, she's surrounded. She literally set up a shrine with all the pictures of the adventure she had after Jack died, after the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um. She's reunited with Jack and all the other dead passengers mm-hmm. in the afterlife. And my question is, what about her? Go ahead. That's what I want to hear. What about her husband that she married after um, the Titanic and had her children with? Where does he fit in all this? Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, for those of you who have watched the movie, y'all know that the daughter is the one that they contacted. And so she contacted her. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. It was playing on TV and her daughter was there with her. And she was like, and she was hey, like, that's, that's me. me. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And so she's or with her, her da- granddaughter. Her was it granddaughter? Her granddaughter. Okay, yeah. okay, fine. Um, so the, she goes on the trip with her granddaughter, and it's like, what about like what obviously about you had a family, right? What Obvi- about grandpa? What about um, you know, Uncle Joe? And so you're telling me about this like great love of your life. Um, I'm sorry, who the fuck was grandpa then? Yeah. Yeah. So Grandpa, unfortunately, is probably just... It's a big-ass plot hole. (laughs) Standing around in the afterlife, being like, where the fuck is my wife? I knew that she was fucking... No, can you imagine him just being like, God (sighs) fucking damn it, I knew I would never live up to Jack. No. Could you imagine, like, he's in his fucking deathbed, Grandma Han. He's in the hospital, and he's like, Rose, I know I'm dying of heart failure, (laughs) but never let go. She's like, don't "Don't let go, Rose. (laughs) She just slowly fucking smothers him. She's like, I don't, I never fucking loved you. It was always Jack. You were just a placeholder. <laughs> no, honestly, though, that's like so fucking thinking your grandparents are like the epitome of true love. And then all of a sudden you hear about some fucking 17 year old kid named Jack. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, in case you're wondering, 
of what happened to her fiance because he did survive the Titanic. He stole a child um, and got off. He stole a child? Yes. He just took a random child. And he's like, yes. This child. Oh, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm his papa. I'm all, I'm all the child that's left. <laughs> his papa. <laughs> no, you cannot take just the child. You have to take me. It doesn't have a mother. It's just me. Meanwhile, the child's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Dad? <laughs> um, yeah, he killed himself. Yeah. After the stock market crash in 1929, he lost everything. Um, he just... That was during the Great Depression. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, that was the Titanic. And um, really quick, uh, just a short note. I wanted to say Rose and Jack, great love story, right? Mm-hmm. But there was a real love story aboard the Titanic that was actually real. Who's that? Can I tell you real quick? Sure. Hurry up because I only got 45%. Okay. So as you all know, Jack and Rose were not real, but um, Ida, <laughs> but, but Ida and Isidore Strauss were indeed a real couple aboard the Titanic. Um, they died aboard the Titanic as well. So as the Titanic was sinking, Ida was offered a seat on a lifeboat, but she refused so that she could stay with her husband. And she's quoted as saying, as we have lived together, so we shall die together. And they died together on the Titanic, embracing in bed as the water flooded their room. Right. You said rightly, you already knew. I I did, because, you know, we watched the movie. They also owned um, Macy's Macy's, Department Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I used to work for them. Yeah, you're one of their lost prevention detectives, huh? You didn't have to grab my muscle like that. That was weird. No, like you were a big hulking muscle stopping people from stealing. Okay, that was weird again. <laughs> All right, well. Anyway. You can go ahead with your movie now. So now I'm going to talk about my beautiful, wonderful Titanic in space. Bum, bum, bum. All right. So um, if you don't know by now. Um, mine is going to be Passengers, and that is with our boy Star-Lord, a.k.a. Chris Pratt. I didn't say who mine was on. Uh, we said Leonardo DiCaprio like 900 times. Who was the other one, Rico? You know, I know her name. It's just, I always forget. You don't even remember her name. Uh, say it, because say it, she became a singer. Come on. Who? She became a singer, didn't she? Are you thinking of fucking Celine Dion? No. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. It's Kate Winslet. Yeah, didn't she? Didn't she have? She has a song. I bet you like five dollars. She has a song. Watch, it's gonna be like Kate Winslet wrote this song. Boom, boom. What I say? What song did you know of? I didn't know of it. I just knew that she became a song. Er, okay. Not that she became a song. I'm sorry. Not that she became a song. That she wrote music as well. Um, she didn't write any of the music that she sung. But okay. But she sung music, right? I guess I've never okay, heard it. Exactly. Anyway, um, so I'm covering passengers with our boy Chris Pratt, and and Jennifer Lawrence and fucking Lawrence Fishburne. I fucking love Lawrence Fishburne. I know you do. Anyway, so passengers, um, y'all are my passengers for this movie. So if you have Fubo TV, if you know what Fubo TV is. You are one of the few people that do, and I am proud of you for having it and knowing what it is. So that's the only place you can find this movie unless you want to rent it or download it. So, yeah. Um, the short plot of the movie is that two passengers on a ship on, or sorry, making their way to another planet awaken 90 years too early when the ship malfunctions. Together, they have to save everyone else aboard the ship without any help from the outside world. So... Uh, we're in the future, and this ship is cruising on autopilot towards a new planet 
during a mass migration from Earth. There's about 5,000 people in hibernation pods all set to wake up right before they reach the new planet because the trip takes about 120 years just one way. So 120 one way, 120 the other way, 240. I'm good at math. So 30 years into this 120-year trip, the ship travels through a meteor storm, like Corneria for all of you Nintendo 64 players. Um, and it begins to glitch out. Why? Because a fucking meteor hits the ship, kind of like an iceberg. Doesn't that sound familiar, Connie? It does. So this guy named Jim, who is Chris Pratt, which I'm just going to go ahead and call him Star-Lord because, you know, space movies, Chris Pratt. So Star-Lord wakes up and he soon realizes that he is the only one awake. And that is a fucking terrifying thought. Honestly. So while he is uh, the only one awake, the computer system, kind of like Bixby or Alexa, is completely fucking useless. Bless you. You try to sneeze so the camera, or not the camera, the microphone couldn't hear it, but I heard it and good job. Bless you. I didn't. Oh, it sounded like you fucking sneezed. No, I was just turning to my side. Oh, you made a weird sound. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, though, that you, um, I love how you purposely left out Siri. No, no, no. I took it out. I know. I said Siri and Alexa, and you said, no, 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 no. Bixby, we love to support. Yeah, because I, I, I low-key feel bad for your Siri. You kind of call her bitch all the time. No. I know, I doubt her, but she's right about so many things. Exactly. So many times we've doubted her. Right, whereas Bixby fucking sucks. Have you tried using Bixby? No, I don't have Bixby because I have Apple. Oh my fucks. Is it bad? If I could take the little button on the side of my phone that activates Bixby and just switch it for, like, literally anything, I would fucking take Cortana on Windows. Oh, God. Before fucking Bixby. But anyway... Uh, the computer system, like Bixby or Alexa, are fucking useless. And the reason why I put, or why we put Alexa, is because we recently got an Echo Dot, and she's fucking useless. <laughs> Unless you want to play like games, just anyway. a singular game. I right. guess the number, right? Which is pretty fucking fun. But yeah, so, and the reason why it's useless is because it's not programmed for a malfunction if somebody wakes up early. So he's freaking the fuck out. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily useless. I think that's just, like, their lack of planning. Like, you uh, always need to be... You need to always yeah. have contingency plans. Right, but, like, nothing was there. Like, there was no manuals or, like... Yeah, because nobody had ever seen that problem happening before. Exactly. And they had a, a futuristic computer system. So you would think with a futuristic computer system, it would kind of help, right? We need we needed Jarvis. Let's be honest. So... He goes to this communications room and tries to send out a message to the company in charge of the voyage. And the computer tells him it'll be expensive. But you know what? Who fucking cares if you're, you know, the only one awake on a ship? What is money at that point? Exactly. So he makes this video message stating that he needs help. And guess what? What? It tells him that the message is going to take 19 years to send. I mean, that's not too, too bad. Well, uh, you're right, but then it's going to take 55 years for a fucking response. Okay, so... So talk about getting ghosted. We are about 70 years, and how old is he in this movie? Probably about 30? Mm, probably, yeah. 20-something, 30. Yeah, so by the time they probably get his message, and they're He'll like... probably be like fucking 80. No, they're... By the time they get his message and they respond, 
just saying, hey, bud, um, it was cracking up a little bit. Can you resend a clearer message? Oh, yeah, he'll be like 100 and something. He'll be dead. Yeah. Dead. I mean, maybe he might find a way to survive to his 100th year. I don't know. Fuck it. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, you know, 55 years until he gets a reply. So, he's a mechanical engineer, and he basically got on the ship through a scholarship. And, you know, with that information, he is like, fuck it, let me try to fix it, right? So, he realizes it doesn't work. And uh, he tries to wake up somebody in the crew, but his Disney Fast Pass wristband thing doesn't... It, it doesn't let him in there. Oh, damn. So, he didn't have access. He didn't have clearance. Right. So, since he's all alone on the ship, he makes use of the ship's bar and robot bartender. Really, he's an android, but whatever. Um, and it's pre-programmed with vague life advice. Kind of like a better version of Siri. It's like, don't worry. Huh. Things will get better. They found a Siri. Anyway, so it accidentally advises Jim to break into a fancier suite and live a better life. But my question is, was the robot cyborg android bartender just awake this whole time shining glasses? I think so. That's fucking weird. Also, um, when you said shining glasses, that did remind me. The bar, what is it modeled after? The Shining. Exactly. Yeah. The carpets and the jacket and all that stuff. Yeah, everything. So after a year of this, Jim gets tired of being alone. And while, yes, he is living the introvert's dream, he gets really bored and lonely and contemplates, you know, the K-word of himself. Oh, just like Rose. Hurting himself really bad, yeah. Just like Rose, when she Mm -hmm. just looked at the propellers. Right, and he just wanted to look at the Milky Way without a helmet. So, yeah. But then he sees a woman who is asleep in a pod. Um, You know, kind of like his own little Sleeping Beauty. Her name is Aurora. Just like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, that that was a joke. Well, never mind then. Anywho, uh, he watches her little YouTube video that she made about herself, and he learns that she's a journalist traveling to a new world because she's bougie as fuck and wants an adventure. And it's then that he decides, you know what? She's the one for me. He decides he needs to be with her. Um, So he's having this inner conflict of should he wake her up and ruin her life? Or should he just, you know, wallow in his own loneliness and let her live her life? I love the options. Yeah. Um, He definitely chooses the, what is it, the latter? Yeah, I think it's the latter. Um, And there, but we got it. Yeah. Long story short, he decides... Yeah, I'm gonna fuck her life up. But after he wakes her up, he decides, you know what? What? I I just kind of want this to be a little natural. I wanna I wanna just kind of make it genuine or semi, you know, forced but genuine. I just want to force her into into this position. Um, but I want it to you know, just seem natural. Just like... Right. That's what I was getting at. Um. So the next day, Aurora wakes up and she wanders around the ship until she just naturally quotation marks uh meets jim and he tells her that he's been awake for about a year and he fills her in on everything except for the fact that it was him who woke her up and not a malfunction it's like oh wow crazy you're the only one here wow what me too it's like if i was the only guy in the world and you just so happened to have to date me like that's crazy like i don't know is this fate right 
so he asked the robot cyborg ninja bartender uh, not to mention that it was him and the advice that the bartender gave him. Uh, so during this time, we find out that Aurora is a gold class passenger. Ooh. What, what? Where Jim has been a bronze, I guess? This sounds vaguely familiar. What do you mean? Miss Rose is a top tier passenger. And Mr. Jack, what is he? I don't, I don't know. I'm not catching on to what you're putting down. Maybe maybe he's like a bronze passenger? Possibly. Huh. Funny. Crazy. Um, so, during this time, like I said, we found find out that Aurora's a gold-class passenger, whereas Jim's been bronze, I guess. And they use her Disney Fast Pass privileges to do all the fancy shit that he couldn't, like eat gourmet that. breakfasts and lunches and dinners and whatnot. I love that. So, instead of just porridge every day for a year right well remember remember he also was like hella broke from that one message so yes you know well he got black coffee and porridge and now he's up to what french toast and a cappuccino or number five at mcdonald's i don't know absolutely hey can i get some jelly with that right so uh now they're all together or whatever and it's a year later and it's aurora's birthday and they're chilling out at the bar with a bartender, and Jim's about to pop the question and ask her to marry him with a ring that he made for her. See, I would say this is too fast, but she literally has no other option. Not only that, but I tried to make you a ring in shop class whenever I was in high school. I still have it. And you definitely still have it. Not only that, um, question. And I forced you to be with me. Oh my god, we're on passengers. No, I'm kidding. I didn't force you. Question. You kind of forced me. Who's going to marry them? Because I don't think Aurora's dad is on the ship and she's in, and he's going to get ordained. Funny. 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 <laughs> Jokes. Is cyborg bartender going yes. to officiate the marriage? Yes. Beautiful. He, he already has a tux. I love it. So, like I said, he made the ring for her. And Jim decides to make the fatal mistake of having to go poop. Kind of like somebody. I know. It happens podcast. to you. It happens to you literally all the time. I cannot stop it. Yeah, it was me. Definitely me. Um, so when he goes to the restroom, Aurora is casually chatting with Mr. Bartender. And she says that, you know, her and Jim have no secrets whatsoever. What so fucking ever. She's like, yeah, open book. We know everything. I've so, seen his butthole. And so the bartender is like, no, no secrets? Like, none at all. Yeah. Not, not even the one he told me to keep from you? Did not he tell you that one? one? And so she's kind of like, wait, what? Huh? What do you mean? What do you mean there, bud? And so he lets it slip that Jim was the one that woke her the fuck up. Oh, yeah. He told me not to tell you, by the way. Just, you know. Right. <laughs> like, between us boys. And rightfully so, she fucking loses it. And so she goes off on him, breaks up, and, you know tries to casually murder him with a fucking crowbar i love it um and like i said it's just casual x stuff and for my dc fanboys out there it's casual joker stuff you know so jim is trying to patch things up with her and as he's doing so the ship is currently breaking down so it's been about two years since the initial meteor collision and a plot device i mean crew member named Gus wakes up you know without the help of Jim 
Um, so Jim finds, sorry, Gus finds Jim and Aurora and tells them that something's incredibly wrong, like we didn't fucking know that, um, because the ship has never malfunctioned like this before. And we're in luck because Gus, our buddy Gus, a.k.a. Morpheus, a.k.a. Lawrence Fishburne, the goat. We love him. Has a Disney fast, pa- fast Pass wristband. Sorry, try to say that fast. And it does grant him access to the command center. So he finds out that the automatic diagnostic system has failed. And they're going to have to check everything manually. And if you did not know, your car also has an ADS. Um, I thought that was just the check engine light, but that's good to know. Well, as a teenager, I thought that meant aim down sights, and I had a James Bond car. Oh, beautiful. I I was wrong. I love that. (laughs) So, um, while they're out doing that, we get this gravity failure scene that, um, it gave me a new fear of space pools. Yes. While I'm still trying to get over my fear of infinity pulls. You know, also, I think um, pulls on board cruise ships are also kind of terrifying. Because you have to think, why would you want to be in water when you're on a boat to be outside of the water? Right. Let's just keep fucking pulls in high schools and backyards where they belong. Or water parks. I agree with that. Or water parks. Completely forgot about water parks. Water parks are a thing. No, let's... Let's not keep them in water parks. Excuse me, wave pools? Children drown in wave pools. Look, I cannot help it if people do not keep their children in the in the floaties like they're supposed to. Exactly. I was I almost drowned twice in a wave pool, and you know what? What? I would probably not go back considering now I know how much pee is in those pools, but um the experience was very fun. Of almost drowning? Yeah. The thrill of it all. Uh, okay. You're scaring me, Jim. Anyway, uh, so after this, Gus correctly diagnoses that the ship is the ship. Sorry, it's royally fucked up, right? Um, and it's been fucked up for about two years. Kind kind of funny how everything's playing out. And what's happening is a domino effect of failures. And unless they fix it, the ship will just end up being a floating brick in space. I love that. Well, yes, you know, I, I would love it too, but um, we don't know if these people that are aboard the ship will or will not break up. Or not not break up, sorry, wake up. Wake <laughs> up, break up, wake up. Wake up, break up, make up, fuck it. All the same thing. So they go check the main uh, engine area, but Gus collapses. And after putting his body into a med scanner thing... They find out that his body is basically killing himself from the inside out due to him waking up while everything was failing. So instead of saving the rest of the ship, Gus decides to just live out his final moments peacefully. Um, And he gives Jim and Aurora his wristband to get access to everything, right? Right. So at this point, we see that the ship is going to emergency mode and all the red lights and ding-dongs are coming on and gravity goes in and out. And so the robot bartender decides, hey, let's start a bar fight with myself, which was personally my favorite scene. Um, So Jim and Aurora uh, then find the meteor that got inside the ship and made the engine look like fucking Swiss cheese. They also learn that the fusion engine exhaust has to be manually vented, whatever that means. It's a whole lot of scientific words. Right. So Jim has to get into a spacesuit and go outside to open the door 
for all this nuclear power to shoot out. That's probably what that meant. Yeah, I, I can see how that makes sense now. <laughs> um, so, of course, the tether that keeps them attached to the ship breaks while, you know, he's trying to save the ship. And Aurora, desperate to not lose her Stockholm Syndrome fiancé, boyfriend, ex. ex, yeah. Um, she puts on her suit and goes out to save him. So I'm wrapping this up, I promise. Um, she gets him back into the ship and she takes him to the med scanner thingy that they put our boy Morpheus in. And it says that he's dead. Oh, no. I mean, granted, he was um, out he was out in space. Right. With a crack in his helmet. Right. So. so so if I was dead, right, and you put me in a med bay scanner thing and it told you I was dead, what, what would you do? I'd probably start preparing your funeral. I'd cry a little bit and then I'd be like, okay, what am I going to do? Well, you fucking suck. Because um, Aurora decides to do what every pro Mortal Kombat player does. And smashes every fucking button on the screen. All of them. And she uses Gus's wristband to override it. Override death, might I add. And brings Jim back to life. So, uh, they're both alive now. And Jim... Sorry, not Jim. Uh, they're both alive now. And the ship is fixed. But while working on the med scanner thing, Jim realizes that he could technically put Aurora back into hibernation. Yeah. And so... That would mean that he would be alone again. But, you know, Jim already made one bad choice. It's not like he's going to make two bad choices, right? Um, So he gives her the choice. He's like, hey, you know, you can either A, go back to sleep and wake up with everybody else. Just, you know, a couple days, weeks, years. Yeah. You know, older than everybody. Or you can just stay with me for the rest of your life and we can live on the ship together. Or... Or third option. third option because there's no third option. But tell me, why couldn't they take turns? Why couldn't they have taken turns? <sighs> I didn't think about that. Yep. Look. That that's the door situation all over it's, again. It's hey, look. I want to live on this new planet with you forever. <laughs> I want to save civilization. So look, I'm gonna go in here for a month, and then you take me out. We spend a month together. And then you go in for a month. Well, I think it was broken, too. You gotta, no. I, I forgot about that. It wasn't broken? No, he was fixing it. It's fixed. Because you have to think, everybody still had to live uh. on the ship for two more years after they wake up before they get to the planet to adjust. Okay. 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 So, what they could have done is kind of like what I want to do with you sometimes. So, I would just shove you in there for about two years yeah. And, like, get my inner peace for two years. Yes. And then be like, okay, I, I don't want to live alone. Wake yes. you up. We have two years together. And then I put you in there. And then you put me in there. For yes. Two years. Absolutely. Damn. And we could have just flip-flopped. They could have lasted a lot longer. Honestly, they, they would not have, um, they would not have perished as quickly as they did. Right. I just think it would be pretty boring. I guess you could do, like, weird crafts. For two years? Like, I and would then just create, kind of surprise the other person? I would create a bomb-ass scavenger hunt. Like, a two-year-long hey, scavenger hey, hunt. When I go in here after I'm, you know, after we've spent our two years together, after I go in here, you need to um, go on the scavenger hunt. It'll occupy your time. For two years? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably just Honestly, watch anime for two years. I would lose after, like, the third clue because I'm not good at those types of I'd things. I'd probably lose after, like, the second okay. clue. So sorry about um, that. Continuing. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Strong parallels here. So, I completely forgot where I was at in my notes. Um, Medbay, she, she chooses to, live. to live. She chooses to live happily ever after with him. And so, we fast forward 88 years later when everyone is supposed to wake up. And the captain and crew come out of hibernation. And what the fuck do they find when they come out of said hibernation is a fucking miniature Central Park in the middle of the ship. And, you know, my question about all this is, look, they got all the animals, they got all the trees, the right, vines, that's what vegetation. I was about to say, you know, vines, vegetation, yes. birds flying around, and... A damn cabin in the middle of the ship. That was the ending yes. of my of my slide. So thank you for finishing it for me. Well, my my question is mm-hmm. is okay. They're eating like fucking kings for years, eighty years before these people wake up. Okay. Yeah. And they've already kind of they brought all this vegetation and all these um different like birds and animals and things over from Earth. Mm-hmm. For Homestead 2, the new planet, Mm -hmm. that, you know, people are already there. They're bringing this stuff over because they need this stuff. Right. They just unleashed all of it on the fucking ship. Yeah. They just ate all the fucking food. Yeah. Yeah. They forced people to become vegetarians. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Because, I mean, how, how could you fucking raise chickens on a spaceship? I don't know. So, um, that's my, that's my irritating takeaway is you... I, I get it. I really do. You're bored, but you literally probably just ruined um, some part. A lot part, of the resources. Some part of the ecosystem on Homestead 2. Right, right. Especially because it's going to be like 120 years one way, 120 years back. Yeah, so it's not like they could... um. 240. Yeah. And then, like, what is the Earth doing during that time? Just growing worse and worse. Right, so how do you get, like, whales and fucking hippos and... Yeah, that could have been their only chance, and guess what? They fucked it up. They fucked it up. Granted, I don't think they released whales or hippos on the on the ship, on the Avalon. No, 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 but, but I'm saying, like, where the fuck did they put them? And then, okay, 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 let's, let's, let's maybe kinda... they brought Maybe they brought, like, the little fish eggs for the whales. No, whales are mammals. Right. Those are mammals. Live birds and shit. Anyway, so my question then... Is where the fuck did the bodies go? Like we know that fucking Jack sinks to the bottom of the ocean. We know Rose fucking dies on the boat. But Rose what, doesn't. Oh yeah, Rose doesn't. Rose dies on the boat. What the fuck? Where does Gus go? Right. Where did Gus's body go? Okay, I, I the, that was in the movie. They answered that. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Out okay. the fucking airlock. Oh, I didn't know that. that Into was, space. It's terrifying. Um. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. But where did Aurora and Jim's body go? Like, did their kids just airlock the parents? Because, I mean, you got to think, there's nowhere to really bury them other than to freeze them. Not only that, but can you imagine how fucking sheltered their children are? If they have children. And then I don't want to get into the weird things that could have happened. Yeah, because, I mean, 80 years. Like, look, look, look. All I'm going to say is that, assuming their kids were born, they're probably, what, 20, 30-something? Assuming they waited until they were, like, 40, 50 to have children. 
because I don't know about this new thing. Right. Um, 80 years later, do you think their kids waited until they were 30-something um, and met other people to hook up with them? Yeah, either A, their lineage fucking died. Not, not necessarily died, but they're just very socially... Ooh, not great. They're like cavemen. Like all, the only interaction you've had are your parents, your possible siblings who are pretty much the same as you, and a robot bartender and a Siri Bixby Alexa type type thing. So, I hope there was a lot of adult films for them to just. I hope there wasn't. I hope. Thirst. I hope they never ever had any sort of feelings about that. Yeah, that too. Um, so yeah, I mean that was a really awkward note to kind of end it on. It was, but I mean these are the things that, you know, we, we're thinking for you so that you don't have to think about these questions. We are thinking them for you, and we want you to feel like you're not alone in thinking these things. Just in case you do, you were thinking these things, right? It, it's just a very awkward path that we're glad you followed us on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's get into the actual versus part. I know we're already an hour, three hours into this. We are. So. If you had to choose, Passengers, future love story versus Titanic, previous past love story, what are you thinking? Mm, If I had to pick between the two of them, I feel like Passengers, because it came out later, was a little bit more visually appealing. Yes, it was very, very visually appealing. But, I mean... I'd say greater acting, too. I think probably better acting just because of the times and how far... hiccuped. And how far things had come. Right. Um, But personally, I feel that the story is a little bit better for the Titanic. Titanic, yeah. I agree. Yeah, just because it just... Nobody... I don't think... Even in, like, the next 10 years, when Elon Musk is supreme ruler of the world next to Disney, um, I don't think that they're still... Or I don't think at any point they're going to believe that Passengers was a real thing. I mean, Where, no. like... They had the a whole generation fold. was shook with Titanic. Yeah, literally, like, you had... I cannot tell you... The revolution that happened in middle school when we found out that Jack and Rose were not real. Right. The Titanic, yes, it was definitely real. But Jack and Rose, no. No. Very much fictional characters. Right. So I think if we had to choose between the two of them or which one we would watch first, because that was also something that we stated, it's not necessarily like... I would only watch this. Right. Because we watched both and we enjoyed both. Yes, Absolutely. Um, did I enjoy doing notes for passengers? No. I'm not gonna lie. It's, I think a lot of the notes for passengers, it was just... I like the cool space stuff. Yes, I love sci-fi. That's, sci-fi is my favorite genre, but... But past that, like, it was... It was very much technical in terms of, like, hey, this is the problem with the engine, and we have to do this, and we have to do that, and... Right. Whereas Titanic was just like, it's a fucking boat. It's sinking. Water's in the boat. We're going down. I mean, the notes were fun for Titanic. Everything was good for Titanic. Um, and James Cameron is phenomenal. Right. It was a great movie to watch. I'll rewatch Titanic probably another fucking 40 times. Um, but Passengers? No. Passengers is kind of like one of those, like... You see it once or twice. I'd watch it. And, like, yeah. 
if there was nothing on TV and that was like the last thing that was on TV, I'd probably watch that too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'd check it out if it was on, but it's not something that I'm going to actively seek out and be like, mm, I'm just in the mood for Passengers. Unless like I just haven't seen it. Yeah. Or I haven't seen either of them. So if you haven't seen Titanic, go ahead and watch Passengers. If you haven't seen, you know, Titanic, if you haven't seen it, um, one, what the fucking, what rock were you living under? Right. For two, um, go ahead and watch Titanic because I promise you, Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On fabulous before we finish up though i do want to touch on a little um a little trivia so disney owns everything disney is our overlords of course we all know this right that's the running gag here yes we are going to um we're going to tell you how disney is just over everything so like i said jack won his tickets in the titanic by playing a game of poker and they're playing cards poker whatever with two guys who have third class tickets to the titanic and the two guys lose the game to jack and fabrizio so the two guys were named olaf and seven like i said earlier which is also the snowman and the reindeer respectively from frozen also notably elsa and anna's parents died in a shipwreck could they have died on the titanic Hmm. and frozen's all about ice powers and an iceberg hit the titanic and lastly, I'm pretty sure that the shipwreck that Ariel from The Little Mermaid loves is the Titanic. So is the Titanic a part of the, of the Disney franchise? Did Disney actually build and sync the Titanic so they could reference it and tie all their movies together in a multi-cameo, multi-movie cameo? Who knows? But Passengers is also connected to Disney as well. Because like Rico said, what's our main girl's name? Aurora. And where is that from? Sleeping Beauty. Exactly. Now I can't. There's too many similarities in these two movies. I cannot tie you back to Jim, or actually Gus is the name of a mouse from Cinderella. You that was a stretch. You know what? I might have pulled muscle there, but Disney, I'm catching on. (laughs) We see what you're doing. I don't know. I can't see the picture clearly. I probably need contacts or some really strong glasses, but I can see. Maybe even some Windex. But you know what? We see what you're doing. The picture is blurry, but I'm. it's becoming clearer and clearer, Disney. You know, at the end of this podcast, whenever we hit that, you know, 14 million video mark, we will have solved Disney. And look, if you ever hear me stop talking about Disney being our overlords and how um, they own everything and how Disney controls the world. That's because we are being silenced. That is because we are probably being bought. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so you know they paid for our silence and i am a-okay with that if i ever go silent just know that i'm getting good money from it <laughs> good money or i've died and they replaced me with a robot right so you never know in the end we agree ready titanic, titanic. Yeah. okay i didn't know what we were saying i i, I didn't either. you did not give me any heads I was, up there i was free balling that one okay yeah so titanic is the better story passengers is pretty good visually but you know yeah. In this versus, ultimately... They're, they're basically the same movie. In this versus, it ultimately does come down to one winner, though. Titanic. Titanic is yeah. the winner. Yeah. All so right. So, go ahead and watch that. Whether Let us know Whether it's on Netflix think. or It's not on VHS. Netflix. Nope. No, I meant... Okay, If yes. they can find it on Netflix eventually, or if they can find it on whatever Look, new streaming sites are out there. I don't know. Go check out your local thrift store, and I promise you, you go will Go check find... out your local library. It's fucking there. Trust me. Oh, yeah. It definitely is. Honestly, go rent some DVDs from your library because they probably need 
um, the not business right now, but the support. The support, yeah. And libraries are a treasure trove of movies. They have new movies that you actually like would not think that are libraries, mm, but true. They definitely are. You can rent some good ass movies there. I rented Hereditary from the library once. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And Mama Mia too. <sighs> I was like the whole episode in the car where you're singing everything anyway i can't um, help it abba makes really good music anyway continuing you guys we love y'all let us know what you think let us know what you think we are grateful for everybody that's listening again shout out to the valhalla clan because you guys are oh, always God. supporting me especially trey the leader thanks for making me co-leader bro <laughs> anyway have a happy valentine's day enjoy some lovey-dovey movies that um, that's true. Wish us luck with the wedding planning because uh, it's creeping up us on us here. Right. Our wedding will be... March 6th. No, no, no. I was trying to think. I think we have, what, maybe one or two? Maybe like three. Three episodes? Three episodes, yeah. Between them? Okay. I think so. We'll see. I'm not sure. Yeah. Time and, is, um, just a, is just a theory at this point. And then you'll hear us call each other wife and husband through the whole thing now. I mean, I already do. Do you really just call me husband through the podcast? I don't know about the podcast, but yeah, definitely. I just want to be really, else. really sappy. Oh. Wife, can you guess what movie we're watching? I don't know. Husband. Did we watch it together? <laughs> that was disgusting. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, we have a TikTok, but we don't post anything on TikTok. I forgot um, to do the Twitter. It's okay. Um, it's all Break Out the Popcorn. If you have any suggestions or anything like that, feel free to email us at breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com. Um, and then let us know which movie did you prefer, Passengers or Titanic? Please. And... I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Roll credits. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.